I I'd like to speak about Christmas uh, uh, and 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 uh, Africa's encounter with Christianity. Mm. I think for us we should always be alert to the fact that uh, Jesus Christ is uh, the understanding of Christ as the Anointed, but also the Incarnate, who is at the who, who, whose life is about uh, justice, about restoring the dignity of uh, humanity, especially human beings who are on the margins, is, a, is an imperative for us in Africa when we celebrate or commemorate Christmas. But also it's a reminder that uh, the birth of Jesus Christ uh, historically uh, took place at a moment of colonial oppression by the Roman Empire. And if you recall in the historical text, but also biblical witness, at the point when Jesus was born, Mary and uh, Joseph had to go for a census taking that the Roman Empire was doing. And, 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 and thus the birth of Jesus is antithetical to the colonial oppression that the Roman Empire, in its effort to expand this empire, was about. Hence why, after learning that uh, uh, she was going to have a child, Mary celebrates in the Magnificat that the the Creator God has given her the opportunity to be a parent to somebody who was going to bring peace, joy, freedom, and who was going to restore the dignity of the alienated. And oftentimes, in our re-reading or interpretation of Christmas, we remove the, this aspect of justice, of human dignity, of inclusivity, and also of contesting the idea of oppression from the notion of Christmas. And I think for us as Africans, this must be at the heart of what, we, what, what Christian witness should be about. And for those who are not Christians, it should be an invitation to understand how a, a, a small movement that was contesting the Roman Empire has grown to become a global, a global community of worship. That must actually be like that. So the distortion of making Christmas just about commerce, just about exchange of gifts, and just about uh, 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 the 25th is something that must be challenged, if not uh, interrogated. Mm-hmm. So, so from my African perspective, we, we, we should celebrate it as such then? We, we should celebrate it as an invitation to do good, to transform those aspects in our society that are not enabling. So we're a continent that is uh, understood to have the largest numbers of people who live with poverty. It's an invitation to say, how do we participate as those who witness uh, in Christianity or who are in solidarity with Christians to change the world for the better. That's, I, that's what I think is an invitation for us as, 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 uh, as Africans, but also as South Africans, who have the most numbers of Christians in our society. Reverend Saki, so let me just come back to you. Now, from a youth perspective, we normally see what happens during this time of the year that young people uh, would celebrate Christmas in, in two ways. One, they would buy, obviously, parents would buy them new clothes for Christmas. And of course, then the celebration starts. It would be drinking, alcohol, and that sort of thing. Is that how we should celebrate Christmas? 
Thank you. So coming back, Elvis, I think for me, it is it is where we need to, in teaching about Christmas, when you understand that that's not how we are to celebrate Christmas, um, understanding the, uh, the, the challenges that alcohol poses in our community and in the lives of young people. And during this time, it would be one way it should be celebrated within a family structure or within friends and where people can come together and share the story of Christmas and share the story of the life of Jesus Christ in the world and all the, the, the values that the professor has also highlighted of, of justice, of love, of peace and joy together. And in the context of alcohol, it becomes a challenge because it is not a controlled space. And it distorts the, the image of, of, of who God, we believe God wants us to be in the world. So I would say it is, it is really a challenge if it is celebrated in the midst of all these um, alcohols and, and, and drug abuse, which is an error in our community, and which is what Jesus, if we understand Jesus as a savior, we will understand that those are the kind of ills that Jesus has come to help us from and save us from. Mm-hmm. So we wouldn't be, it, it, it was alcohol and all that, it, it actually contradicts what we believe Christmas to be about. Now, if you celebrate Christmas today, you can call us on this number. Oh, it's not today, <laughs> tomorrow. tomorrow. 891 that's the number to dial here in studio. You can participate in this conversation. We're going to continue with it. Now, uh, let's get back to this particular point, Reverend, and I want maybe also from the professor a thought. The giving of presents was used by Christians around the world to proclaim the good news of, of the real gift, the Christ child, who was born and to die and, and give us this gift of pardon from sin and eternal life. But Presently, it's typically the largest annual economic stimulus in South Africa and other countries, and it's become commercialized. Um, so from a commercial perspective, um, your thoughts on that? Um, is that me? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. Um, I think for me what we need to notice is that the, commercializ- the commercialization of Christmas is a response to a ready market. So in, in we, we have, I think at, at some point I understand the marketers because they saw the market base. But what we need to guard is how do we, in the, in the spirit of giving gifts, we, we keep it um, together with, with, with what, the, what the actual um, motivation of giving gifts is all about. Because once we do that, then you realize that there is no need for us to go all expensive and opulent in our gifting. And to understand that it is in the simplicity of the birth of Christ in the stable, in the manger, that even whatever smallest gift, it is not only material gift that we can give to people, but it is through the, the, whatever act of kindness and of love that we can give during that time. And if we do that, it actually cuts the commercial aspect of it. Because if I say I'm giving something that is beyond just material, then it is not monetary-based but it is the essence of the gift itself that matters. And in that way, we are able then to guard against overspending all in the name of Christmas, yet we'll, we, we, we render ourselves um, broke within, within the months we spend in, in the most opulent way, which mm-hmm. is also against our own principles yes. of, of, of Christianity. Mm. So guarding against doing such, but still understanding that the gifting aspect is part of understand who Jesus is as a gift to us. Mm-hmm. Professor? Sorry, sorry, Reverend. Professor, in closing then, uh, do you think that it, Christmas has been commercialized? 
Uh, to, a life, to a life extent, yes. And I think uh, the gift-giving must also be understood in the historical context of the birth of Christ. So you will remember that the wise men who were proclaiming that uh, somebody who, who, who is wiser, who will um, occasion the, 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 the efforts towards uh, changing the oppressive systems within, within the Roman Empire at that point, uh, uh, gave uh, Mira, Mira what they had to, to commemorate and celebrate this. And I think uh, uh, commercial, uh, the markets have decided to, to enhance the commodification of uh, gift giving. However, what is very important for us to remember is that precisely because uh, the value systems of, 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 of the market during the Roman Empire was oppressive, was for the imperial domination. And, and the only moment in Christianity where we learn about Jesus getting angry is when the money, mammon, or, or, or money used for oppression, not money used for good exchanges, uh, gets into the church. And probably the invitation for us today is to explore whether this commercialization uh, uh, distorts the actual value systems that Jesus stood for. And if that's the case, uh, uh, we know that there's a historical development, but we have to ensure that uh, at least churches, communities of faith do not themselves uh, promote economies of injustice that exclude others. They do not uh, promote uh, commerce that is not... Uh, resourceful in the development of their societies. Mm-hmm. And therefore, for me, uh, to guard against uh, this distortion is to invite people to understand Christianity as an invitation to change. What uh, in, 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 in Greek they say it's metanoia, a, a real change for the better where people are not just concerned about themselves as individuals, but they understand that they're inextricably bound to their societies. Professor, I'm going to ask you to hold on the line as well as Reverend. Uh, We're going to finalize this discussion just after the news at 7 o'clock. That's uh, Professor Puleng Lenkabula, uh, Associate Professor of Ethics and Dean of Students at Wits University, as well as Reverend Mantima Tsekiso of the Methodist Church South Africa talking to us about Christmas. In a country, South Africa, that is so varied in terms of religious belief. Is it still fair to still hold Christmas as the most important holiday in the calendar? Let's start off with you, uh, Professor. Uh, I think I think uh, one of the excellent ideas about South Africa is that uh, we have uh, tried to entail uh, other holidays, uh, religious holidays within our calendar. And therefore, it's not uh, the hegemony of only one uh, religious community. But I think the invitation for for us to commemorate and celebrate uh, Christmas, as I earlier uh, stated, is really to, 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 to affirm the idea of peace, the idea of justice, the idea that oppression of the other, whether through politics, economy, uh, is, not, uh, is, not, uh, is not something that uh, enables or facilitates the dignity of humanity. And I stated that... Uh, it is very important for us to always remember that uh, Jesus was born in the context of uh, oppression, of colonial imposition by the Roman Empire on the, 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 
in Bethlehem, in Palestine, in 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 all Canaan, in all these areas, including in Algeria, in the context of Africa. So it's always important for us when we do that to understand that uh, we Christianity is not just in our minds or just what is uh, written in the Bible as a biblical witness. It's an invitation for us to really understand that at any historical moment, including in the 21st century South Africa, that the values of caring for one another, the values for peace, the values for loving uh, each other, our communities, and the values for sharing. Gift giving is about uh, sharing. It's about honoring one another. But I think, as you're saying, if it's commercialized, it's stripped of the good value systems that uh, uh, it is promoting. So I want to urge all people, whether they're Christians or not Christians, to take the message that uh, Jesus' death was actually an invitation for all of us to always look towards changing the world for the better, transforming unjust systems to ensure that they're just in the politics, in the economy, in ecology, but also in our own encounter. So if there are people who are marginalized, if there are widows amongst us, if there are poor amongst us, if there are LBGTQIA plus uh, uh, communities amongst us that do not feel embraced by communities, this is the moment in the in our history, in our in the Christian calendar that invites us to be inclusive, to care, to change the world. And I think I think that's something beautiful that can be embraced whether you're Christian or not. Mm-hmm. And that's what Christianity as a religion is bequeathing to us as the world. Mm-hmm. Reverend, uh, do you concur with that? I do concur with that. I, I certainly do. And and the the idea of understanding that the birth of Christ is not just for for Christianity. If we understand that our faith in in, in the presence of God in the world well, no matter what what um, religion we follow or what form of of faith we follow, if we understand in the in the principles of God, the principles of love, of peace, of joy, um, of faith in the in in in, in a, a higher being, then we understand that Christmas is just beyond um, being a Christian holiday, but it's also called us then to reflect on our own principles of following, how do we follow God and how do we live amongst each other as people and how do we peacefully coexist in the world? Professor and Reverend, to both of you, a Merry Christmas.